Welcome to the Seller Insights Hot Seat. This is a series where we dive into an Amazon seller problem we want to solve with the help of an expert guest, where we ask focused questions around a specific topic and perhaps take an over-the-shoulder look at strategies and tactics to solve our common problems. A quick shout out for Zonguru. Zonguru is an all-in-one toolset for Amazon private label sellers, a world-class powerful toolset to help you scale through data insights and automation. Looking for product ideas for more traffic, more customers, or ways to automate and scale, our exclusive partnership with Amazon and Alibaba.com, integrated with our data-centric software toolset, will help you hit your goals. Check us out at zonguru.com and start your free trial. If you're looking for product ideas and inspiration, check us out at Zonguru on our Instagram channel. It is a pure feed of the latest, greatest products that sell on Amazon and why they sell. Check it out at Zonguru. Today we have Gary Huang from Seven Figure Seller Summit, all the way over from the Japan side right now. I'm super happy to have you on the show. Welcome, Gary. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, John. I'm super excited to be on. Yeah. So this is a this is a, a great little uh, podcast we're going to do today, uh, and we're going to dive into um, you know the insights and the tips that Gary has collected from interviewing over 100 seven figure sellers on Amazon. He's interviewed them over the last few years just for Seven Figure Seller Summit. We're sponsoring it this year. Uh, yeah, it's coming up in a few months. We're going to talk a little bit more about the summit at the end of this. But I thought it'd be really cool to have Gary on here and say, hey, Gary, what have you learned from hosting these amazing Seven Figure Seller Summits focused on expert sellers? What have you learned from them? And can you share your seven top tips with us today? So uh, why don't we jump in, talk about that. Let's get people learning today on, on the podcast. And then uh, we'll talk about how they can access the Seven Figure Seller Summit, which is coming up. Uh, what's the date it's coming up on? It's coming up pretty soon, it's right? It's coming up August 16th through the 20th. So it'll be a five-day online event. And we get uh, sellers from all over the world. Last year, we had over 3,500 people sign up, focused mainly on Amazon selling, how to build, how to scale, how to exit your businesses. And we're interviewing real sellers, just you know, showing you how they're doing it right now. And super critical, as everybody knows, we're kind of about to enter Q4. It's winning time for e-com. But at the same time this year, things are different, right? You have all these logistical challenges, high shipping rates, Amazon inventory restrictions. So I'm really trying to get the, the latest insights, what these sellers are doing to overcome these challenges so they can win in Q4 and you guys can learn and do it too. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. Uh, and I've obviously been talking with you over the last while and I've just seen how hard you're working, uh, getting hold of all of these sellers and interviewing them. And, you know, uh, you, you've sold obviously on Amazon and, and still do, I think. And, uh, and, you know, just the way that you, that you questioned me shows me how well you know the space. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the summit coming up and, and I think, uh, you know, the talk in the panel as well. So let's jump in your top seven tips. Uh, I know you've got like a thousand, but let's just take some of your top seven, the seven that come to mind. Let's, let's cover, yes. cover off of that. And I, and I actually like the way that you framed that of saying, Hey, you know, um, how does this potentially relate to some strategies you can, you can really think about and execute on, um, going into Q4, which is obviously a critical time for all of us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, first off, let me just preface. These are just my own personal top seven, top seven takeaways. You know, I'm running my own Amazon business right now, but everyone is different. So, you know, we've designed 
different sessions for different sellers at different levels. You know, some of you guys are at the seven figure level. We have more advanced trainings about scaling your business exits. We have intermediate level trainings. If you're looking to uh, add more SKUs, how to manage your PPC, how to build out a team. And we also have you know, more general trainings just for all levels, you know, product selection, uh, launch strategy. So there's someone, something for everyone. So my personal, uh, here's my personal top step. Number one has to do with mindset. All right. So day one of the summit is all about the mindset and the fundamentals of building a seven-figure business. And one common theme that I'm seeing as I'm talking to these seven-figure and eight-figure sellers is successful entrepreneurs, they're very agile. They can pivot super fast. So they're almost like a little speedboat. You know, if you can picture that in your mind, we're going through this perfect storm. You know, we want to get to the promised land in Q4, win it, right? But at the same time, there's all these different issues, right? So one of the eight-figure sellers that I spoke with, uh, Cameron Walker, he's an eight-figure seller based in China. He's from Canada originally. He runs a family business selling on Amazon, mainly in the toys category. He said this year, um, like just the past six months, like he literally has been quickly pivoting faced with these logistics challenges. Like he had to ditch his old 3PL in the States. He had four container loads of toys. He had to find a better 3PL. So he had to pivot from that side. Can you imagine moving four container loads of, of boxes and, you know, all of that stuff to make sure they don't lose anything. And, you know, he's trying to keep up with the inventory restrictions as well. The high shipping rates, right. You know, um, before COVID, and we were paying like $1,300 for a container. Now, as of August, we're paying uh, over $20,000 per container. It's insane. It's, it's over a 10x cost, right? So smart sellers like Cameron, even though they had a loyal relationship with their freight forwarder for many years, at the end of the day, you have to look at your number. So he had to negotiate. He had to talk to a whole bunch of freight forwarders. So he pivoted. He found a more competitive um, rate from another freight forwarder. So he had to pivot that part of his business. And also with the Amazon inventory restrictions, you know, he has to really wise up to look at ways to, to, to plan ahead, right? So you don't run out of stock. So these successful sellers, they're super agile. You know, they're kind of like speedboats, really able to, to pivot. So that that's um, an example of what yeah. the, the first take. <clears throat> Ways. Yeah, yeah, I totally resonate with that, and I, I think you know I, I also talk about this when I when I talk to our customers. But those successful Amazon sellers or entrepreneurs are the ones who can separate kind of emotion from business, right? And and the best way to do that is always you said it earlier, which is look at your numbers, right? Base everything on, on numbers, right? When you when you've got a critical decision, sit down even with a pen and paper or an Excel, whatever it is, break down the numbers. That's going to help you to make those decisions. And that pivots, you know, the quicker it happens based on the numbers and the less emotionally attached you can be to that because you know it's the right business move. Um, that's the clarity you need. So, um, yeah, very cool. What's, so what's number two? Yeah. So number two is don't put all your eggs in one basket. All right. You have to diversify. So everybody knows this thing, but actually it applies to your business in a number of ways and many ways people are not thinking about. So number one is products. All right. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. And many sellers, they have a, a hero product that's generating like the lion's share of your sales. And then they may have a couple other like minions, you know, they're just like trickling in. Right. So that's very risky because what happens if your listing gets suspended? Right. What happens if a new competitor comes in and knocks you out? You know, it's super risky to have all your eggs in one basket. So it makes a lot of sense to diversify, build out that product portfolio, expand that product line. Um, and also, if you think about 
um, from the the exit perspective, you know now exits are really hot as everybody's been hearing about. You know companies like Thrasio, they're coming in. They've bought over a hundred Amazon businesses in the past year. Um, they're sponsoring our event as well. Um, and then you know they really like companies with a brand portfolio. Okay, so not just like one product that's doing like ninety nine percent of sales. It has to um, you know match the buyer avatar you have to have um, different products that you're diversifying that will really bump up your your valuation and also decrease your risk um, same applies for your product launch strategy one of our seven figure sellers um Saqib from pakistan he's for in his training he launches five products he doesn't just launch one product so that way you spread out your risk you're you're getting like you know five swings at the plate not just one swing and trying to hit a home run you know a lot of people are, aren't going to have much success so from the product side don't put all your eggs in in the in one basket also from the sourcing side right i know a lot of sellers you know i've been guilty of this as well we only have one factory right even you know some seven figure uh, businesses they only have one factory you know think about what's going to happen what if the factory raises the price on you right their raw material costs are going up um one of the seven figure sellers i spoke with hit one of his um sub component factories in china in uh, jiangsu someone came down with COVID and then they had to shut down the factory. It's causing several weeks of delays, right? Make oh. sure you have backup suppliers, right? I mean, that makes a lot of, you know, it, it, it sounds like common sense, but a lot of times, you know, you're growing your business, you kind of take your foot off the gas, right? So don't do that. Make sure you have backup suppliers. Don't put all your eggs in one supplier's basket, right? And then even beyond Amazon, right? I mean, Amazon obviously is the, the number one marketplace, but we're seeing tremendous growth in other markets like Walmart, for example. Um, uh, Walmart just overtook eBay as the second biggest marketplace. So you know, it makes sense to diversify, right? So, the, you know, what if you get your Amazon account shut down, right? If you don't have any other place to sell, then you're, you're down to zero, right? So it makes a lot of sense. Definitely don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, it's interesting. We we analyze the data of our at a at a kind of an aggregate level across um, our customers over the COVID um, in the initial COVID uh, spike, um, yeah. and what you know we wanted to look at like what made certain sellers successful and the other ones not, um, and the answer came up exactly on uh, differentiation. It was those who were differentiated both in product SKUs and categories, as well as um, their suppliers, those are the ones that really crushed it. Um, and obviously other channels as well. So super cool. Yeah, we totally align on that. All right, what's number three? All right, number three is you have to be able to master PPC on Amazon. Amazon is becoming more and more a pay-to-play game. It's almost like going to Vegas, you got to buy into the poker table to get in the game, right? Because if you type in any search result on Amazon in the US, um, you, you can see, right, at the top of the page, you won't see the organic number one uh, listing until probably like the fourth search result. And maybe it's, it's going to be pushed down by the sponsor brand headline ad. There's probably going to be three sponsor product ads. And, um, you know, there's also like sponsored video and all this stuff going on. So guys, it's very, very important that you have to get a piece of the PPC puzzle. All right. Um, I, I spoke to one of the um, the PPC experts, uh, Ellis Whitehead. Um, he He's a co-founder of um, Databrill in uh, in Europe. And he said that looking at the data um, since March, since March on Amazon, the, the Amazon total shopping revenue has been declining. 
all right, since March. So a lot of sellers, they immediately got scared and then they're just pumping money into PPC, right? Just trying to like you know, recover that. But he said, you really have to also pay attention to the data. Like what you said, John, pay attention to your BSR rank, right? If your sales are dropping, but your BSR is still stable, that doesn't mean that your rank is dropping. That means that the the, the tide is going down, right? So yeah. don't overreact. That's one of the, the biggest mistakes that he sees a lot of people make. Don't overspend, don't go crazy, right? You have to go granular on the data. So um, when it comes to PPC, as you guys know, it's not just about you know pumping money in. First, you have to have your listing and you have to really optimize that listing, right? So in um, Brian Johnson's training, he really shows you how to stand out, how your listing can stand out from the competition. In his live training, I was really surprised because he did a, a real-life example for uh, cake decorating kits, right? So he did a live Amazon search, and probably the first nine or ten results, it was almost like a carbon copy. Everybody was selling the same thing, like similar pictures, similar color, right? So he was able to immediately show us how can you stand out using uh, different images, different placement, even with like, the box, like different colors, and also with the title, like talking about the benefits. Uh, I think that that would be super useful for you guys to increase your conversion rate. So, you know, again, talking about the data, the conversion rate will really help you because if you can bump up your conversion rate from 10% to 20%, immediately that's going to generate more sales and that can help you drop your A cost. So you'll have more room to, to play with when it comes to PPC. So that will save you money. Um, and then Ritu Java, um, she also gave us the 80-20 of PPC, right? So there's like 40 different ad types nowadays and, you know, it's it's super confusing, right? So she really um, just 80-20 it and told us like which ad types she's seeing to the, the ones to double down on, which ones to maximize your ROI and which aren't, the, which ones to kind of avoid so you don't waste your time and money. So I think that will be super valuable. But the key takeaway here is right now, Amazon, it's a pay-to-play game. You, you really have to, to master this to win. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you can lose you can lose your shirts in PPC if you don't understand it. So totally get it. And, you know, on the data side, yeah, it, it was a really critical point. But I think, you know, you, you need to understand the data on your specific listing, but also data on your competitors or your category, right? And that's that's how you get the overall picture of like, what is happening to my listing? Is it going up, down? Is my, you know, all my PPC sales going up or down? But why? Is it something on my end? Is it something on Amazon's end? Well, same in my competitors and you've got to understand those pieces so uh, super critical yeah. hey if you want to connect with us on social channels check us out at zonguru for facebook instagram linkedin and youtube check us out right now at zonguru all right number i think we're on number four right number four number five. yes number four so yeah. number four has to do with marketing so day two at the summit is all about marketing branding uh as well as ppc all right. So we're seeing one of the, the top trends right now to be successful on Amazon is actually driving external traffic to Amazon is becoming more and more important to ranking. And uh, one of the seven figure sellers, uh, actually his business just crossed eight figures, uh, Mike Jackness, um, he shared in his training the importance of driving external traffic to help you rank uh, not only on Amazon, but also on Google. A lot of people overlook Google. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the number one search engine and you know, over uh, about 50% of all searches start on Google. And then you can actually drive traffic from Google to your Amazon listing. And then Amazon loves that. Amazon is really placing a lot of rank juice to external external traffic going um, off from off Amazon to Amazon, because if you think about it, you're actually delivering potential new customers to them, 
right? You're not just playing in their own marketplace, right? You could be driving new customers from Google, from YouTube, from um, influencers. Amazon really, um, when they see that, they actually bump up your ranking even more than um, your typical Amazon search results, all right? So he shared two different examples of ways you can do this. Um, the first is using authority websites or blogs, and there's different ways you can do this. You can build your own blog, you can collaborate with other blogs, or you can even go out and buy a blog, a, buy an authority website. I mean, it's, it's really thinking outside of the box. I think this is a really cool strategy a lot of people are not considering yet. And the other is to use influencers, right? I mean, think look at all the action going on right now influencers on Instagram, uh, on TikTok, and you can, but you have to find the right one. So Mike really broke it down. I mean, he's been doing um, like affiliate marketing since like 2004. He's like one of the, the godfathers when it comes to e-com. Um, so I think that could help a lot of people as well. Driving external traffic, video marketing. That's another big thing we're seeing in terms of external traffic. TikTok um, is blowing up. We had Mayan Gordon. Uh, she has over 2 million followers on TikTok. She runs World Glass, like she sells glass-related gift products. Um, so she really showed us what's happening next um, for video ads, for e-commerce. So there's a lot of potential there. And then uh, I think the last thing is Amazon is actually paying you, the seller, to drive external traffic. They just released a new program. You probably heard about this already, John, the Amazon brand referral strategy. So this is like just came out very recently. Uh, Paul Harvey, um, he gave a, a lowdown of how to um, how to implement this, how to use Amazon attribution, and then that can get you 10% cash back, right? 10% from your Amazon fees if you're driving external traffic from off Amazon to your Amazon listing and converting that way. So we're seeing a lot of um, a lot of action, external traffic driving to Amazon. Yeah, man, I totally get that. Uh, it's nice that the algorithm, you know, rewards you on that, and then you obviously get that uh, referral fee, which is, which is great. So yeah, it's super super powerful, you know, and and, and importantly. You know, figure that out when you're launching your product. You know, not 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 uh, two or three months afterwards. You know, you want to you want to go out strong out of the gate. So, um, yeah, we, we everyone's got to right. get that right. Uh, all right, number five. All right, number five is uh, coming to profitability. All right, so focus on the bottom line, not just the top line. So a lot of people. Uh, and it's funny, you know, our, our event is called the Seven Figure Seller Summit, right? So seven figures, it's kind of a vanity figure. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be transparent, right? But the important thing is the bottom line, how much profit you have and how much money you can keep in your pockets, right? So um, day four is all about profitability. And then this year is, is really special because talking to these sellers, everyone is starting to temper their expectations this year. Um, because of the, the increased costs, right? The high shipping costs, the high raw material costs, you know, dealing with 3PLs and all these external things that we didn't have to deal with before. So number one is you guys have to really focus on the bottom line and, um, you know, look at your numbers. And for example, some of the products that are really struggling right now are the heavy bulky products. So if you imagine like furniture or even Christmas trees, um, I, I heard recently that, um, since August 1st, the, the freight costs have been going up and freight forwarders have been slapping this additional four to $6,000 per container yeah. just because they can't. They call it like a general rate adjustment. 
Um, I think the, the biggest winners this year are the freight forwarders, like the shipping companies, because they're just running running out like bandits. But anyways, um, a lot of these heavy, bulky products, they're only shipping maybe like 10 or a dozen in a container. Think about the added cost. We're seeing some of these vendors, they're canceling orders, like even from Christmas tree suppliers, because you know Christmas trees are really big and um, many of those shipments have been canceled in China. They're, I mean, they just canceled the order because it's not economically feasible. Right. So guys, really pay attention to your bottom line, especially if you have big and bulky products. And it seems like the inflation on Amazon, the prices haven't caught up yet because probably a lot of sellers are just not aware. They haven't been looking at their numbers. Right. So really, you guys have to focus on the bottom line because you don't want to be losing money um, selling on Amazon. You'll be in for a, a rude awakening. Right. So what can you do? Uh, we're seeing sellers really optimize their packaging. Um, really pay attention to the product size tier, guys. Um, if, you, if you're able to get your product a little bit lighter, to go into um, a lighter, like a, a you know, a, a smaller product category on Amazon, you can pay less in Amazon fees, right? So that will be cost savings directly to your pocket. And this way you can um, even price more aggressively compared to competitors. Also, um, in terms of bottom line for logistics, uh, 3PLs and, you know, it's almost becoming like, um, you know, a must these days, right? Having a 3PL. And one of the, the sellers I spoke with had a really interesting strategy to even save more money on 3PLs. He uses 3PLs in China. So what he does is actually instead of shipping containers from his factory to his US 3PL, he has all the products moved to his Chinese 3PL because it's quicker there, it's cheaper to ship within China, um, and also the, the labor costs are cheaper, the rental costs are cheaper, and then instead of sending you know, a full container you know, every, um, every month with like three months of inventory, he's actually doing smaller shipments of LTL, um, less than uh, a truckload, less than container load. And by doing that and he picked a really uh, competitive Chinese freight forwarder, right? So these guys are really like getting granular to save money. He picked a Chinese freight forwarder that specializes in consolidating Amazon shipments from different shippers and going into Amazon um, US fulfillment centers. He's able to save even more money that way. So um, look at your logistics numbers, look at your freight forwarding numbers. Um, one of the more competitive freight forwarders now that a lot of people aren't considering is Amazon Global Logistics, Amazon's own freight forwarder, because they're not just making their money based on shipping. You know, Amazon subsidizes them. So we're seeing some sellers uh, get cost savings there. All right. So definitely pay attention to your bottom line, not your top line. And this year, especially look at your profit margins because previously 30% profit margin, that was a general benchmark that was healthy. But this year, you know, things are getting squeezed more with the, the high shipping, the, the higher material costs, uh, the extended lead times, the additional um, logistics, 3PLs. So definitely pay attention to your bottom line to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have a saying, it's not about turnover, it's about leftover, right? And, and it's such a critical yes, saying. Yes, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, not only all of those pieces, but the FBA fees, you know, they just changed all of those structures. It's pretty complex sometimes in terms of what tier you're in, what category. Um, and that's why we released, we have an FBA calculator now that you can download for every single marketplace, Amazon Marketplace, and it calculates those fees for you. So, you know, if you think you're on top of your fees, you need to check it on FBA calculator and make sure that you really truly understand it. So, 100% agree yeah. with you. It's it's, uh, it's critical, yeah, because whatever's left is is what you can use to grow your business. If you'd like to engage with experts like this, plus a bunch of other Amazon sellers, 
check us out in our private Facebook group, Amazon Seller Network. Subscribe there and join the community. All right, number six. Yeah. Uh, number six is whatever gets measured gets managed. Okay, yeah. so this is a classic Peter Drucker quote. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with him, the, the business management guru. And this is totally true when you run your Amazon business, right? So you really have to measure a lot of the granular things, right? Measure the keywords, right? So we're seeing successful sellers, sellers like Josh Dietrich. Uh, he's an eight-figure Amazon seller and Shopify store owner. He exited his business for uh, over eight figures recently. And then uh, I asked him, so how did you build this? Like, what, how are you able to build and scale uh, eight-figure business? And he said one of the big things is he really mines keywords, right? He uses the keyword data um, to really discover the right products to be able to you know come up with product ideas away from the crowds. So definitely the keyword data. And obviously there's great tools like Zonguru. Right. And I love how, you know, Zonguru not only gets you the research data, the competitors data, you can reverse ASIN search, but also you can get brand analytics data, you know, from Amazon. And I know for, especially for sellers that don't have brand registry, you can't unlock that unless you have a tool like, like Zonguru, right. And brand analytics is very important because that's direct from the source from Amazon. A lot of the PPC experts, they start with that first. So I think that's something that, um, you know, Zonguru has a, a leg up on the competition. Um, so you really have to measure your, your keywords. All right. Uh, also on the, the product side. Okay. Um, a lot of people overlook this slow moving products, right? Like the laggards, you know, stuff that's been gathering dust in your Amazon inventory. Okay. Sometimes you forget about them. And I've been guilty of this as well, right? You, you leave stuff, it's, you know, you're focusing on the winners, but like there's some slow movers. You just don't want to deal with them, right? But don't overlook them. Why? Because two things. All right. Uh, number one is it, you could rack up the long term storage fees, right? So everyone knows that, you know, those go up the longer you keep it in, right? And especially going to Q4, it's going to skyrocket. So that could really kill your, your profitability. Don't overlook that. And number two, this hurts your Amazon IPI index score, right? Your inventory performance index. And that's the, the it's kind of like your, your credit score. That will determine how much inventory Amazon allows you to bring into the FBA warehouse, right? So the worse your score, if you have a whole bunch of slow moving inventory, you know, that's going to hurt you. That's going to restrict you. So if you can get that stuff out, um, we had a seven figure seller, Sophie Howard, show you ways to get rid of this inventory. Um, and, you know, by doing that, not only are you getting some cash back, um, you know, like a fresh start as well, but also you could potentially boost your API score and get more inventory into Amazon. All right. So definitely from the product side and then also in the um, in in terms of your, your fees. So uh, John earlier mentioned the FBA calculator. Right. So, you know, Amazon has a whole bunch of fees. You guys really have to know this like the back of your hand. That's what a common thing I'm seeing a lot of what seven figures to sellers do because they're, you know, they they um, like the size of the packaging, the weights of the packaging. If you're able to just make it a little bit lighter than your competitors, you know, you could have that that cost difference, that the money you save from Amazon that goes to your pocket. So um, definitely, whatever gets measured gets managed. Yeah, uh, on our dashboard we have a thing called the best and worst. So it'll show you across those metrics what your best performing aces and what your worst. And I often say it's like you've got to focus on. Don't just look at your best, look at your worst, because if you can get those figured out, it's going to it's going to make a massive difference to your your top line yeah. and your bottom line, right? So yeah, really important. Yeah. You, um, you, you have to fire the the underperformers. You know those yeah. guys. They'll they'll drag your whole business down. You know, fire fire them up or fire them. I got I got it. 
Uh, and yeah. then, <laughs> exactly. and then uh, number seven, yeah, last yeah. the final tip. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So we covered a lot, and um, at the end, uh, you have to begin with the end in mind, right? Selling a business, exits. Uh, so day five at Seven Figure Seller Summit is all about this, right? So um, there's so much talk about selling your business, um, but at the same time, you have to be very smart to get a higher multiple. Okay, um, so you know some people may be asking, why should I sell my business? You know, I'm enjoying my lifestyle. You know, I have um, in the location independence, but at the same time, you have to understand. Usually a seller's biggest payday is from their exit. Over 50% of a seller's lifetime income normally comes from the exit. So that'll be more than your monthly salary, whatever you um, you pay yourself. And if you think about it from the risk perspective, right? Your, your Amazon business, if it's growing, if it's doing well, it's probably the largest asset you have, right? It's probably worth more than your car. And for some people, it might be worth more than your house, Right. So what happens if it suddenly, you know, you, you get suspended, if, you know, God forbid something happens, right. It could all go away. I mean, it is risky if you look at it from that perspective. That's why um, several of the sellers I, I spoke with, they decided to exit their business. And you guys have to realize, you know, Exiting the business doesn't mean you're done, right? You can start a brand 2.0 uh, sometime later. Obviously, you can't just compete directly at, um, you know, with the same brand you just sold because there will be non-compete clauses. But you know, you can still get in the game. But you know, with that lump sum, you know, that helps a lot. You know, it could be like retirement money. It could be you know life-changing money. Um, so. Going back to how you can really um, maximize your valuation and your sellability, um, number one, building a brand is becoming more and more important and more and more valuable. It's almost a necessity because if you think about it, these aggregators, they're collecting brands that they're adding into their portfolio. So they already have a target customer, a target avatar. So um, if they are able to acquire a brand, they can instantly add value. If you, um, if you guys remember... Dollar Shave Club, right? A few years ago, that thing was just blowing up on YouTube. They had that viral video and think about, you know, who they were successful among, like what kind of people, like a lot of millennial guys, like dudes, you know, um, and then they were acquired by one of the, the biggest multinational um, consumer, like fast moving consumer goods company, right? It was like an old school company. I think it was Procter and Gamble. Um, why did, so why did Procter and Gamble spend all that money to acquire this brand? Because they had the brand. Brand, right, they were able to instantly access into that millennial male demographic that they were so weak in, right? So if you're able to build a brand to that audience, you can build a list, you can build a following, if you have some diversification, that would be super attractive, right? So that's one of the common themes that we're seeing for sellers that are successfully exiting. Uh, number two is to make sure you have clean books, you know, have a accurate PNL. Um, ben Leonard. Uh, shared. He's a seven-figure seller who exited his business last year. Um, he said a couple, a couple of two top tips. Number one is to hire a bookkeeper, uh, especially one with experience working with e-com companies to make sure things are right. Okay, make sure there's no surprises. A lot of sellers there are kind of overlooking this. All right, and then number two for accounting, make sure you do accrual accounting. Okay, I'm not a financial expert, but if you, if you guys you know do talk to your accountant, they'll know what you're talking about because that will help boost your your valuation. All right, and then uh, on the other hand, a couple of mistakes that a lot of sellers make is um, I spoke with CJ Rosenbaum. He's known as the Amazon seller lawyer. Uh, he works with a number of Amazon sellers to help them sell their brands. Um, so from the legal perspective, he works with a lot of sellers. 
he says, um, he knows two common mistakes. Number one is waiting too long. Okay. A lot of people, they're, they're already hit a certain level. They kind of take their foot off the gas, right? Acquirers, they want to see the sales going up, right? They don't want to see stagnation. They don't want to see a decline. That would hurt you, all right? So you have to keep being aggressive, adding products, growing that brand. Um, and number two is um, just get started right now. I mean, maybe you're not ready yet, but you know, talk to an accountant. Um, you know, try to find out like your valuation, right? And um, even with companies like Thrasio, if uh, if you guys want to get a free pass to Seven Figure Seller Summit, one of the bonuses is. Um, um, you can get a free valuation with Thrasio, no commitment. So you can find out how much your business is worth. And maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe it's worth more than you thought, or maybe it's worth less. But I think if it's worth less, then, hey, you know what you got to do now. You got to, you know, you know, tighten up those um, those those different factors so you can you know, shore up your business for an exit later. So um, definitely begin with the end in mind, guys. It could be life-changing, your biggest payday will be from your exit. And um, that would be day five, what we're talking about at Seven Figure Seller Summit. Awesome. Yeah, I always say it's it's your entrepreneur birthday when you can sell your first company, right? So we've all got to do that. Um, and the yeah. sooner you have that birthday, uh, the sooner you'll sell your second and your third because you can repeat it, right? So, um, and, and it takes a lot. And I agree, probably the biggest... Uh, impact on your on the valuation of your business is the discipline that you have around your books and the SOP, um, you know, the, the standard operating procedures you put in place to run your business so that, you know, when they're looking to buy it, it's not like, hey, well, John's tied to the business. So I need John to, you know, to, to sign on for a year or manage the business. It's like, hey, John isn't tied to the business. He's got everything sorted out. I can just literally take this over and I can run it, run the business based on all of these procedures. So, um, you know, creating that discipline and that structure from the beginning around your standard operating procedures is really critical. Um, and get started right now. Like don't yeah. wait till, you know, you're yeah. about to exit, right? Because it takes time to find the right help to create all the, the processes. Um, but yeah, just get started. It's great. Start on day one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's going to be, be good to be part of that summit and to hear from all of these experts um, and to hear the interviews and, and obviously the community. Um, if people want to sign up and join uh, what is the process for them? Obviously, we'll put some links in here, but uh, what's the process? How do they get there? Yeah, so all they got to do is go to sevenfiguresellersummit.com. It's the number seven. So sevenfiguresellersummit.com and you can get a free pass. All you have to do is sign in with your email address and it's very quick, just takes a couple minutes. And that way, once we launch August 16th, starting from day one, you'll get your free pass. All the sessions will go live um, each day for 24 hours. So you're able to, day one is all about the mindset, the fundamentals, and day two is all about marketing and branding. Day three is about scaling your business. Day four is about profitability to keep more money in your pocket. And day five is about exits. And then, um, We'll have our big uh, live kickoff party the Sunday night uh, before we launch August 15th. So uh, hopefully John will be there as well. We're going to um, introduce uh, how you guys can get the most out of the event. And uh, we'll probably give away some free prizes too. Uh, uh, is that right, John? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. Actually, Veronica was talking to me earlier about it. She's like, what can we give away? I'm like, yeah, we've got a, we've got a good package. So uh, that's coming yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we are giving yeah. away something. And uh yeah, super cool to have you on. Uh, there's going to be more, and uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a good a, a good time to cross your pathway. I think just to understand um, you know your network and and the challenges that a lot of your seven figure setters have. Uh, it's pretty awesome to see. So good stuff what you're doing there all the way uh, where you are, and and uh, I think this is your fifth fifth virtual summit, right? 
Yes, this is our fifth event. Um, each one we're, we're doing it bigger and better. Um, we'll have a live daily recap at the end of every day as well. So we're inviting our speakers back. So if you guys have any questions for them, you can come on, join us, um, Q&A and cocktails if you like. So it'll be a good time for, uh, for you guys. So looking forward to this. All right. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll see you in a, in a few weeks. And uh, yeah, guys, jump on. You know, it's a free ticket. Get on and, and uh, get yourself uh, inspired and ready and educated going into Q4 and beyond. That's uh, really important. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, John. And also thanks to Zanguru. Special shout out for uh, sponsoring. And um, we're working together to help. You know, we're buy sellers for sellers. So we're doing every everything we can to help you guys build to scale and to exit your business. So hope to see you at the summit. All right. Thanks, Gary. All right. Thank you. Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts and subscribe today to check out all of our other episodes.